to Lease FM. Today I'm joined by Kimberly Jackson, founder of Stand In, a, a very cool app that I have just found out about, but always wanted to invent myself. So I'm glad you beat me to the chase. Hello, Kimberly. <laughs> oh, hello. Thanks, thanks for so me. Thanks so much for being here. Oh my gosh, this is this is great. Tell me, give me your elevator pitch for Stand In. Okay, my elevator pitch is stand-in is a friend-finding app, and the concept is when your friends can't join you, you get a stand-in. Love it. <laughs> and and okay, so where did where did that come from? Well, have you have you started up anything else before, or is this your like your first your baby? Your this first is my ever. first baby, my first child, my first time building something, and my first time in the tech space. So so cool. Mm-hmm. And what what's your background? Um, give me a little. My background is from insurance, actually, yes. I've never sold insurance, but I work in operations. I used to be a supervisor of a department, so a lot of organizational skills. Totally, which are good to have when you're starting an app, I imagine. Definitely. Um, So, okay, so what was the the big, like, eureka moment for you for stand-in? Really, it was my friends. Um, My friends are great, and they're awesome, but we're all over the place. Like, I was like, hey, you want to do this this weekend? Oh, my fiance surprised me with a trip to the Bahamas. I'm not in town. Or nice. I'm, if it's during the week, it's I'm working in New York this week. And I'm like, okay. So I need someone. I, and at that moment, I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if I could just send a group text to like all of Chicago to see who wants to join me? Right. Because there's so many people in this city, but I feel like technology has been really like, it, it tends to be a barrier in a lot of ways for like person to person, in person hangouts and communication um so this app is like perfect for that because you link the technology with the physical hangout and it's such a brilliant idea um so what how far along are you in this process like in the startup you know steps to a startup what where did you how how did you start up the startup i guess (laughs) Um, a lot of Google searches. Yeah. Um, really, again, because it's not only my first startup, but it's my first time in tech space. So figuring out how do I get an app built? Who codes it? Who designs it? Turns out I designed it because it saved a lot of money that way. Well, there but, you go. Um, I think I credit that a lot to my past life as a wedding photographer, even further in the past, and having to make layouts for design albums for brides that translated well into using wireframes, because even then those were done digitally. So being able to do the wireframes and say, this is where all the buttons should go, this is what should happen when you press it, I just use that experience to do that. So cool, oh, that's awesome, I love that. Okay, well, we are here to talk about your influences. And like I told you, um, when we set up the interview, I've, I've had bands, I've had writers, I've had filmmakers, and those influences have been a lot of like music, books, films and it's like pretty you know but for us for a person you know the brain behind a startup I'm really excited to see where you're picking these influences from like is it going to be other apps is it going to be experiences in your life I'm I'm just like super stoked about (laughs) it so let's dive right in who did you list or what did you list as your first influence okay so my very first influence would have to be my mommy because Quite honestly, she's an experience in herself with when it comes to being friends and friendly with complete strangers, and she's been like that my whole life. Um, embarrassingly so at sometimes when I'm young and we're doing something and she'll start a conversation with a complete stranger, and an hour later we're still there and they're still talking. And oh my God, that sounds like my mom, actually. <laughs> 
Yeah, but that kind of openness and seeing that throughout my life kind of like probably planted the seeds that it is okay to connect with people you absolutely know nothing about and you can have a great time with a complete stranger. I remember, um, I forget how young I was. I was probably no, no more than 11. And we used to go on walks in the morning. And this one morning, we we're in Oklahoma. It was one of those days where it was like 100 degrees in the shade. And we're 15 minutes away from reaching home again. And sure enough, someone stops and they start talking and talking. I'm burning up. And I'm thinking, by this time, I know my mom, right? But what I also know, you know now that I'm a little older at this point, is that people really enjoy it. Like people would seek her out. It seemed like she's in the crowd and people will just talk to her. And that kind of friendliness really, I think, inspired me to be able to, looking back, say, hey, it's okay to meet new people. Totally. Um, what does your mom, is she pretty techno technologically savvy? What does she think about about what you've done or about the idea behind the app? Oh, she's the one that encouraged me to go for it. When I was on that brink of, do should I do, I do it? it or not? Yeah. Yes. And of course, one of the biggest influence, you know, factors was the cost of it yeah and I told my mom this probably like two nights ago and then one day she um calls me up later and she's like you know what we all make the same amount of money every year and every year we spend it this year you'll spend it on the, your app and if it doesn't work out next year you'll spend it on something else and you know it was this simple way of saying it is okay to take this chance worst case scenario you you lose the money you make it back you know some other way later right that's amazing. Very, very cool. Um, has she used the app? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. She was probably among my first downloads, but just so she can show people what her right. daughter did. Yeah, but that's no. adorable. Oh, my gosh. I, I want her to use it. I want to. I think that could be a whole podcast in itself because she sounds like such a character. I know. We should do a contest like... My mom's going to make a stand-in. <laughs> Winner gets to go out with my mommy right? for this friend. Yeah, oh, she's the best God. friend you could ever make. Oh, so <laughs> do you still hang out with your mom a lot? Is she around Chicago? Or? She is. She's in the southwest suburb, so I see her pretty much every weekend. What do you guys like to do to hang out, to have fun? You know what? We're kind of simple. I'll take her out to lunch or dinner um, during the season we'll watch shark tank on fridays nights and that's that was our thing for a while yeah, yeah. oh for sure I mean, as <laughs> have you watched planet of the apps yet no that's a thing yes that's an <laughs> it's like shark tank but for apps no maybe stanton needs to be on there i'm, I'm writing it down oh, now like, oh my god yeah let's i try just out for that literally the pilot episode just came out like last week so <laughs> it's totally up your alley but it's i think it's through apple like i watched it on apple the pilot episode's free so check it out i'll tell you about it okay <laughs> after um <laughs> Okay, so, so your mom, um, I mean, I assume she's a lovely lady. Do you consider you and her to have, like, the same or similar personality types? Or is she, like, way extroverted and you're, you know, not so much? Like, what, how, you know, what are I, the similarities or differences there? I think there's a mix between I'm just as warm as she is and friendly. She might be more extroverted and being able to welcome crowds really yeah. easily, where standing kind of fits me because... I don't know if you're familiar with meetup.com. No, no. Okay, so meetup.com so is like this big version of stand-in. It's where you can arrange an event and then have people invite to this big event. And I'm not so good with walking into a room of 100 people yeah. or 30 people. You know, I, I rather like have my person and be like, okay, this oh, is I'm, who I'm with, I'm with you know? Me. Yeah. Where my mom, she can just walk into a room and shine. Yeah. She's awesome. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. She sounds like 
a great person. Well, shout out, Mama. (laughs) Hi, Mommy. (laughs) Mama Jackson. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. So I love that. Um, I think it's you're the first person to list a parent as an influence, which is, I mean, everybody else has been like, you know, the Beatles, which is great. Um, (laughs) But that's that's really cool that you uh, give her number one credit. Um, So moving on, number two. Whipping my friends. Okay. Only because of that experience we touched on a little bit more. That awesome, awesome, awesome. When when we're together, it's a great time. Right. When we can get together. Mm -hmm. And then there's all this other time. And in a city like Chicago, I'm sure you know there's more to do than you can possibly have friends to do it with. Totally. So um, they definitely get credit for getting my wheels turning on that you're like hey girls thanks for being flakes i'm gonna go start an app so that i can find some new friends just and kidding love you still right but that's the thing it's not like they actually flaked it's not like we made plans and they canceled it's that we can't get our plans so together busy. yeah yeah um and when we do it's awesome but then there's the other six days of the week you yeah. know totally mm-hmm. absolutely um what who who which of your friends do you think you hang out with the most um In general, I would say Vita. Mm -hmm. Tell Um, me about her. Oh, she's awesome. Um, We met at a gym. Mm -hmm. We were working out together, and we just connected. And isn't mm -hmm. it funny how you befriend these people that you like get super sweaty with? (laughs) I'm a spinning instructor, and I've done spinning forever. Um, And I have so many spin friends that I'm like, you know, I'm friends with like a bunch of like honestly middle-aged women uh, (laughs) from you know my gym and. You know, people are like, why are you hanging out with a 45-year-old? I'm like, I don't know. We're just soul sisters. Exactly. Because <laughs> they know how to spin it. Exactly. <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, and what what's she do? She um, she works out in the suburbs. Okay. She um, does a lot of tech things and okay, cool. helps people. How do I explain it? She, she kind of helps teach people things in her job. That's She's good. Like, yeah. How much of, how many of your friends have you, like, employed through stand-in? Have you... Has any of them helped with design or with the actual tech side of things? Yes. Um, and just in the um, testing phase, Vita was there a lot, like a lot. It would be like, hey, I'm taking you out to dinner. Bring your phone because afterwards, you know, and we would spend, we'd go out to eat. And then two hours we were testing whatever new feature we had just developed um, and getting feedback. But I've probably done that with, say, five or six of my friends, including my family. My brother would help me test as well. Totally. So, yeah. That's so important. I mean, when you're starting anything, it's like I like even starting this podcast, I'm still really in my baby phase and I've noticed how reliant I am on that that base, you know. Mm-hmm. The the Facebook friends, but then the actual friends too <laughs> that'll actually listen to it and mm-hmm. be honest with me on like, is this really like, you know, what yeah. what it should be or you know. It's like that feedback is so vital. And it is. and to have it come from like close people that you're close with mm-hmm. is important. So Let's zoom out a little bit because your your app is about friends or about human connection. Um, what do you make? What do you think makes a good friend? Oh, honestly, I think what makes a good friend first is you. You know, it's not the other person; it's who you are and how you interact with people. In my opinion, totally. Meaning, um, if I'm honest with who I am and I let that person that I truly am be around you that makes a great friend because you have something to grasp onto. You, you have my real personality and we build from that. Going back to Vita, 
Vita didn't stay a gym friend. She's not someone I'm like, okay, let's work out together. You're my workout buddy. Yeah. No, she became my friend. She became the person I go out to brunch with, and we plan events together, and we have a you know dinner. We are friends. You yeah. know, it's not just this one niche. Seg- yeah, right. because we are ourselves around each other. That's awesome. Yeah, man, I never would have thought of that. I'm always <laughs> like, well, you're not a good friend because you're not reliable, and you're blah blah blah. But really, it's me. That's a good point. Um, enlightening. Thank you. Uh, okay, moving on. Okay. Number three. Number three would be some experiences that I had to validate the idea because uh, you know, you, you startup world's kind of different to where it's not something you're creating and something sparks it and you just write it down. So yeah. You, you know, before you invest so much into it, you kind of have to say, okay, well, people use it. Um, so then I used them in my experiences, and one was Vita. Okay. <laughs> because at the time. A few years earlier, I was dating someone, awesome person, so this is not negative in any way. Yeah. But he had a real busy schedule, and sometimes we would plan something together, and then, oh. Inevitably. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I had this work thing or this thing, or I was going to be on a plane to Ohio or something. I'm yeah. Like, okay, good to know. But now <laughs> I've already made plans with, for us to be with other people, right. and I have this lack of a person. Yeah. So, Vita. Yeah. <laughs> And unfortunately, this happened so often that Vita started being called, I would call her my fill-in boyfriend or my replacement boyfriend. Oh my <laughs> it became a thing. But so when I'm thinking, should I go with Danden? I'm thinking, well, if my friends can't make it, I need someone else to make it. Oh, there's this point in my life where when I needed someone to make it, it was always, v- it was always Vita when she right. was available. So then I thought, but that was a friend still. Yeah. We knew each other. But that made me think of... Um, Another experience even years earlier where I was on this dating app and I got this message that said, um, hey, I have an extra ticket to, it was like the Book of Mormon. And, you know, this is original cast. It was very expensive, whatever. And I was like, I haven't been talking to anyone on this app long enough for them to invite me to yeah. this show. And so I, I go in. I, like, I was like, nope, nope. We, we never messaged each other before or nothing. And I go. So it was literally a random dude. Literally a random dude. And I do what you do in the dating world. I was like, what's your dad's ever married? Any kids? Da, da, da. You know, yeah, random yeah. list. And right before I press send, something clicked in my mind. It was like, this guy did not buy this ticket for you. You know, he had other plans. They fell through. And he's probably sent the same message to like 20 other females because that's the only thing out there right now right. to do. I was like, for some reason, I just clicked that. He really just wants someone to go with. He's not trying to find love of his life or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. right now. He's just has an extra ticket. Right. So I erased everything I wrote and just said, oh, I, I'm totally free tonight, but I'm on crutches. And he writes back. He goes, we can find a seat for your crutches. And I was like, okay, cool. And we went. We had a great time. We went out to eat right afterwards to discuss it. And that was it. It was like literally this event that we enjoyed. We both enjoyed um, the performance. We talked about and it. And he wasn't a creep. He wasn't a creep. He wasn't trying for anything. Yeah. It was literally... I just need company. It's Going like back to for a night. yeah, yeah, friend for the event. You know, his friends can join him. He got a stand-in. Wow, before stand-in was a thing, <laughs> right? How yeah. cool, you know. And I've had so many, like Lollapalooza. I saw that you guys are doing like a giveaway, yes. Lollapalooza giveaway, which we can talk about at the end. But that reminded me of just like I've gone to so many festivals and shows by myself because, you know, friends don't want to or don't have enough money or are lots of my friends are like elsewhere in the country right now um which you know is another reason that I'm really interested in this app because like I'm always (laughs) looking to meet new people but 
you know, I'd go to these things alone and go, I do love going to things alone. Like I, I get a lot out of it and not everybody can even do that. So it's like something that I, I, I'm happy that I can like show up to a concert by myself and enjoy it. And I usually make friends there. Um, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) at the same time, you do kind of want that, you know, that follow through that walking home after Mm -hmm. and talking about it or, you know, referencing it a week later, you know, in text with a picture of, you know, whatever it was. Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. So, okay. So that happened. And then when was that? Like years and years ago? Yes. When did they come? The very first time the Book of Mormon was in Chicago. It must've been like 2008 or something. Don't don't quote me on that, but it was a while. Yeah. And then that you know experience kind of just sat in your memory mm-hmm. so when I needed it to validate my idea I'm like okay I had the Vita for my fill-in boyfriend but what about strangers and then I thought of that and yeah. I was like I cannot be the only person who needs this because even with your story there's just people maybe my friend's just not into what I want to do and yeah I can go by myself and I generally do because I'm going to live my life but sometimes I'm like oh, I only I'll only go if someone goes with me yeah and like if, an improv show or it, there's yeah. there's a lot of different venues where it's like yeah I really want to go with people yeah, yeah exactly and even if I meet someone there it's still not guaranteed to happen yeah so. yeah. yeah okay so um what have you had how much how many testimonials have you like had from people or how many like how many people have used the app and told you like oh my god this is like exactly I'm sure everybody (laughs) that uses it has you know we've had had that kind of experience we've had some really good feedback um and some very um helpful feedback one person is actually quoted in the red eye Mm -hmm. article that was written in February about us and she said that if she had this app when she lived in New York she probably wouldn't have left Wow. Because it's an easy way to introduce the people. New and it's based, hard, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. And I was like, that was one of the biggest compliments ever, right? Um, yeah, and then I've, someone wrote, they've never been from in-app to in-person so quickly. And we credit that to being, you have to post an event. You have to post what you're going to. You know, and it's anything. It's brunch. It's Lollapalooza. It's the comedy show. It's right. the variety show. It's just a bike like ride along the lake. Yeah. You're putting what you're doing and when you want to do it. And people who are excited about that activity as well and want to do it and they're free that day, they're the ones who offer to stand in. And you can chat and app with whoever you want to that offers to stand in and confirm with the person you want to go. So there's a set date. It's not like, oh, yeah, we like each other. Now let's spend like two months trying to make our schedules match. Right. You know, like oh, <laughs> it's already there. I love that. So it's not. And th- and then. There's also no chance of Netflix and chill. <laughs> no chance at all. Right. And that's the one thing I love about our users so far. They really respect what the app is for, that it's a friend-finding event based on activities. Because even the way they fill out their profiles, it's, oh, I am I live in River North and I like to go to museums and art festivals. Or, oh, I'm always up for something adventurous, something active. I mean, they they tell what they like. It's nowhere near hookupy. No one's trying to say, "Oh, I'm six one," and I, you know, right. <laughs> none of that. And I lift <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and but like, so is that a a criticism that people, or is that something that people come at you for? Like, how is this not a dating app? Is that like something that you've learned, like in app to deal with it? What are there filters? How how does that work? Okay, so I'll break that down in two parts. Yeah. One, no one's come at about it because it hasn't been an issue like yeah. at all, right? Good. Which, you know, right now we're at a thousand plus users, so as we grow we'll see how that happens. Right. But right now everyone's 
excited for what it is. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of dating apps, and we'll talk about that a little later because it's on my list. <laughs> for sure. But um, the other thing is when you make your request, you can also filter who gets to see it based on what gender they identify as. So uh, as a female, if I only want to go with someone else who identifies as female, and I select that when I make my request, male users won't see my request. Oh, so okay. like that, that the sex you're attracted to, if you just don't show it to them, it's, you know, they won't be able to yeah. bug you. That's, that's cool. Um, and so flipping through, it's flipping through the events or is it flipping through the pictures? How's the, how's the app actually set up? The app is set up by date first, date and time, because yeah. Again, it's based on an activity that's happening. And right. So anything happening tonight will be shown first and then oh, tomorrow. Yeah. So then you then it's a list. Think of like how Facebook is set up where mm-hmm. you scroll through and you see what your friends write. You scroll through and you see what activity someone's saying, oh, I'm going to this comedy club tonight or, oh, I'm walking the lake tonight. You know, whatever the case may be, you pick what you attra- is attracted to you, mm-hmm. like what date you're available. And then you can go in and you can see that person's profile, which is a little bit of what they wrote about themselves. And... You can see their pictures and mm-hmm. you can choose to stand in. Now, if I want to do something with you, I can't email you first. All I can do is press the button that says, I want to go with you. Oh. You get my profile and you have to initiate conversation if you want to go with me. Okay, cool. So that kind of eliminates the quote unquote bothersome emails in the event you don't want to go with the person right. or you already chose somebody. Yeah. But once you do select somebody, your event is removed from the feed. So you'll only see active events there. Oh, cool. So it can only really be one person. That yeah. goes. Yes, right now. And that was some of the feedback we had. People have asked, well, can it be more than one? Because what if it's an open, no, something more yeah. open? What if it's a pickup game and we need four people? Right. In the future, we'll Expand. try to add that on. Yeah, yeah. but for but, now, I, I think keeping it. Yeah, one thing I like about one-on-one, too, for me personally, but I'll definitely go with the audience and the users as well, is I think it's easier to form a real connection with people one-on-one than in groups of strangers because, again, none of us know each other. So me and you talk, and this is, again, me being a little less like my mom, a little more like me. Yeah. Um, me and you, we can talk all day. I could just meet you and we can talk, 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 talk. Right. If there were two other people with us, I'm going to take a back seat and kind of follow the conversation. For sure. So I think one-on-one tends to lead to a deeper connection or friendship. I'm always, like, I find myself hanging out in groups of three and I'm I feel like I'm always the odd one out but I don't know if everybody always feels like that but it's like it's true when you're trying to befriend somebody yeah Yeah. I I I like that feature I like that you should stick to that (laughs) you could have like a sports section if people are really looking for right or at least where they can set it how many people they want to yeah right no Mm -hmm. totally um cool okay so while we're on the experiences, I, w- I want to hear about your favorite experience that you've had using the app. Okay. so I I'm sure you've had a lot. <laughs> I have had a lot, but, oh, gosh, I have a few. I think one I touched on before, you'll probably always hear this story because it's about Sarah, and we're friends to this day, right? Awesome. She was one of my first stand-ins, and my joke is, that night, my plan A was to watch Shark Tank at home by myself, right? Yeah. <laughs> but instead, I had an extra ticket that I've got, I got for um, the Laugh Factory, and I put it on the app, and she was one of the eight people who wanted to go, and I picked her because her profile was, she told a little bit about herself. I'm like, oh, we have some stuff in common. I might really enjoy the, meeting her. We get there, and we see each other, and it was like we knew each other all the time. We just started talking. We get there. She gets 
chosen out of the audience and she has this banter with the comedians. Oh, it was totally cool. funny. She won four tickets from that. And I'm thinking, wow, this was so much better than staying home. You know, I met a friend. <laughs> we had a great time. We laughed. Yeah. Um, we met for brunch two days later. And, you know, it's been, what, six months later and we're still friends and we hang out and we do things. That's and great. So, yeah, I really appreciate that connection. I've had other great experiences and we end up Facebook friends or friends somewhere yeah. in between there. Like, I haven't had a bad experience. One of my other favorites is simply because it was actually recently. It was last Tuesday, Wednesday, really. Wow. <laughs> because I wanted to go to a movie in the park. And yes. I did that. And I went to go see the Lego movie. And I put it up there. It was the wrong Lego movie. Like, I, there's only one Lego movie. But I thought it was the Batman Lego movie. And this was just the regular Lego movie. Oh, my God. Funny. But the point is that I could have, I put something up there and someone was willing to come to a movie in the park and watch pretty much a cartoon with me. Because, you know, it, it radiated with them, too. Yeah. And so it was an awesome time. That's great. Yeah. See, and so do you usually exchange numbers with them on the app? Or do you just, like, communicate on the app? Like, okay, I'm here, you know. It depends. Um, I've done a mixture of both, yeah. just depending. Um, but when you talk about feedback, that was one of the feedbacks we got is that we're here to make friends, right, and do things. So two hours after your event starts, you're not able to communicate in the app anymore. With the thought behind it being, if we're clicking, I'm going to give you my number, right, okay. and you're going to exchange yeah. numbers. But there's been times where we're having such a good time, you don't think, and people automatically assume you can connect with them right. again the and next like, day oh no you're <laughs> gone forever <laughs> exactly so we've had some emails like i went on a stand in with this person we didn't exchange numbers i can't contact her. here's my number can you and we can get it to That's them sweet. because we have the back right right and um but i think it's still a good concept for the reason behind it but we need to extend it to maybe 24 hours yeah, after the no, event so, for sure yeah. or just like make it obvious so that people like know to yeah, exchange, exchange information yeah. by the time it's over <laughs> right it's funny yeah. um I had one other thing pop in my head, but I it's gone now. So let's move on. Um, oh, wait, no. Do they know that you're the founder of the app when they match with you or whatever? <laughs> that was like, because that must be pretty funny. How has that gone? <laughs> <laughs> no, Lise, but because of things like this, it's getting harder, right? Yeah, um, kidding. And your front, front page red eye. Right. Well, actually, this is ironic. Um, I went to a volunteer expo with someone, right? Literally, the I'm on the front cover of the red eye. We're passing red eyes with my face on it. And the person I was with says, somehow I was like, oh, yeah, I heard about the app because it came out an article in a red eye. And this lady made it because of da-da-da-da. And he's going on. And he's like, what about you? I'm like, I'm that lady. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you waited that long to tell him? I normally don't tell people at all because um, I... You know, I made the app so yeah. I could use it, right, and I want to sure. make sure, you know. You don't want to have some weird power struggle or, like, kind of or just awkward. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I, I kind of not bring it up. but What was his reaction? He was like, you, your, your photo doesn't look the same. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a volunteer expo. And was so, what's so funny about it is that, I guess, me and Vita, again, our, our communication was down. So she was actually at the same event with another friend. Oh so then God. all four of us went to lunch afterwards. Oh, and it was sweet. just this great thing, right? But, um, yeah, so no, they don't know. Um, Sarah's one where I didn't tell. And then, like, afterwards, she's, like, friending me on Facebook. And she's like, I didn't know this was your app. You oh didn't mention God, it. that's so cool. But the other great thing about that is I get so much 
real feedback. Honest, and you, yeah. yeah, and it's generally positive. Like it's always, oh, this was fun. This is exciting. This is how I count. Um, the one good, really good thing that I'm like, oh, I can't wait till the app's busier, and I can't wait. You know, it's oh, like, yeah. so I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But that's then you awesome. can't follow that with, oh, you're talking to the owner. I just right. haven't no, figured no, no, out no. how to get in that. Yet. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. I, I actually really love that you're just kind of like incognito. <laughs> <laughs> you could be on an event with the app founder. Oh, you wouldn't even know. Um, so cool. Okay, let's move on to number four. Number four would be dating apps. Yeah, <laughs> and business apps. Like, oh, I'm sure those were my inspiration because once I decided, hey, this might be a good idea, and then oh, my experiences kind of validate the need and all of that. I was like, but is it already out there? Yeah. And what I found, and I think it's part society, is that we're trained that if we want to meet someone on a one-on-one situation, it has to be romantic or business. And it wasn't yeah. just, hey, I just want to meet a friend, which yeah. goes back to the guy needing to use a dating app just to get someone to go to an event Welcome with him, you know? Yeah. It was like, because there's no other way. Right. I mean, there are other ways you could try Craigslist, but it's not secure because anyone yeah. can see it. Or you know, like you can Facebook, but then it's like a, some random from your high school who you don't want to Exactly. See. It's like, I didn't invite you in the first Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? so, um, now I have to tell you no because yeah. I put this shout out right. here and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of thing. It makes it kind of awkward, but... <laughs> Yeah, so that really resonated with me that we meet. It's easy to meet someone on, for romance. It's easy to meet someone to do business with. But as far as just, hey, I just want to be a friend. I just want to go out and have this activity. It's not really there. Yeah. Was there any dating app that you kind of modeled the interface after? Or you referenced Facebook kind of events more because it's more event-based rather than like flipping through people's profiles? Yes, Um I did use dating apps, I think, a little more only because it told me what not to do. Yeah. Like, how do I make this not feel dating? How do I make this? So we're basing it on events, not people. You're not swiping on a person. You're looking at an event and seeing if you want to go. Some of the layouts, um, ease of use, because the fact is we use those apps, right? So we're used to how to navigate them. So I don't want to come up with a whole different navigation that people would have to learn from scratch. We wanted to make it an easy transition. And um, I also learned a little bit about how they market and their advertisement and their color schemes just to make sure I totally did the opposite of that. So that when you come to this app, you're not thinking, I'm going to find a date. You know you're on a friend level. So there's like subtle psychological... Oh, yeah. differences that people from color like. schemes what so what kind of color scheme is it so the um stand-in is this um light green mm-hmm. which is peaceful yeah it, it represents peace in your psyche right, totally. and then um a gold color like the person the, the eye person is yeah, gold yeah, yeah. which is warmth and friendly is how we read those on the color cool. scheme so yeah as opposed to as opposed to something like red or bright yellow, which is energetic and fun. And yeah. I mean, as far as a kind of excitement that you don't want people kind of thinking on a friend app. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Yeah. Wow. What other kind of like things did you learn from, say, Tinder that you're like, okay, got to avoid having that? Like even like profile setup, like how how does stand-ins different, differ than? So profile setup is really forcing people to be short and sweet so 140 characters that's it so wow. you're not going to get into anything that sounds dated you don't have time you have time to say Your what you like to location. do yeah. yeah 
whether or not you have kids because it's not relevant right yeah. at this point um it's it's just a little bit about you as a snapshot so people don't get long-winded and make it sound kind of dating like they're selling themselves right. they're just selling what they like to do you yeah. know and that way it kind of matches there um one thing I did learn is that pictures are important regardless because you, you tend to click with people. You see if they're warm. So I noticed when people put events on, they tend to match more if they have more than two pictures. Okay. And I think that's because it's like my thing in my head is like the first picture, oh, this person seems cool. Second picture, this person still seems cool. Third yeah. picture, oh, they really seem cool. Let me go out <laughs> Yeah, them, and like right? fourth picture, like, okay, so they exist. It's not like some right. random like exactly bot, which i'm sure you haven't even had yet because it's not small. at all and you have to have a facebook account in order to use the app oh, so it's tied cool. into social so That's we know good. your you know friends safety stuff yeah like that. absolutely mm-hmm. very cool um and personally you have you like had a lot of experience with dating apps or did you like did you see the dating app as kind of like the enemy when you made this or was it kind of more like i just need another option yeah, it was more like a compliment to it because okay. um, I'm putting this out here. I'm single. I don't want to say that too loud, but yeah, I'm single, girl. right? <laughs> and um, so dating apps, I think, are always going to have a place in our life. It's a way to meet people for dating that you normally wouldn't cross paths with because our lives are busy, right? But that's not all our lives are. It's not always looking for romance. Like sometimes it is just that friend. So it's just an avenue to do a totally different thing as far as not romantic, but meeting someone just for friends. Totally, yeah, oh, I think it's awesome. I think it's brilliant. Um, is it just Chicago right now? It is just Chicago right okay. now. Okay, have you had any users say like, hey, I just moved to Chicago, this is awesome. Have, I feel like that's gotta be a target audience kind of, right? It is, um, people, there's a few audiences, but new newer people to the cities definitely because it's a way to meet people outside of your coworkers, which, you know, people sometimes like, well, I they live different lives and they do professionally, so they don't want them to mix, so they For need sure. to meet new people. Yeah, and just like you don't want to hang out with the same people that you see at work yeah. all the time. I just saw you for eight hours, so let's spend four hours together <laughs> right, right after yeah, five, right? Totally. Um, but also people who their circles are changing, whether, so that could be in city, whether you all just graduated and these people you just spent four years getting to know half of them took jobs in other states Story or of my life. <laughs> right exactly or as you get older your friends start settling down whether it's marrying off or just dating and now they're not as available they're they're doing that part of their lives now yeah. so you someone you hung out with probably three or four times a week now you're only seeing once or twice every other week and so they're looking for new friends as well yeah so demographic wise would you say it's 18 to 30 Oh, demographic-wise, it's the, it's most popular around 25 to 34. Okay, cool. And I, and I think it's that reason, like leaving college, Kinda people starting different transitional moments where your friends are changing your social circles. Yeah, I mean, that's so true. I of my and, and it's crazy because I have like I feel like I have so many friends in the world I know I, d- I do mm-hmm. but that's the thing they're in the world like I've got <laughs> best friend in Taiwan you know I've got lots of roommates that I used to live with that are all in Australia I've got tons of friends in England like and then and then on on the the continent or on yeah. this what is this the you know continental U.S. people are in California and New York so it's like exactly really it's and it's but it's hard to meet people it without something like this I mean what chances are you know I'm not gonna just like stumble across somebody at where do you even meet where do you make friends like my thing is like transitioning into adulthood it's like 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I always had this set up for me where like I'm in school. So it's like a pool of people or like I'm in college, you know, so that's like another pool of like exactly. people my age, but I'm literally in the suburbs now, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's so cool. How have you been reaching out to people to get, you know, get the word out? How, what kind of stuff like this, I guess, podcasts? Yeah, like <laughs> being invited to Elise FM yeah. has been awesome. <laughs> um, the Red Eye article, reaching out for PR, we're going to be at the Taste, passing out flyers, really pushing the, you can use the app and possibly win a four-day pass to Lollapalooza. Yeah. Um, we're doing it, we're experimenting with online ads now between Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. getting it there. We've learned that people... I guess we have to kind of learn how to teach people to use the app in the sense that our tagline is when your friends can't join you, get a stand-in, right? But I think people love that, but when they download it, their first thought is, I'm going to be a stand-in. And it's kind of like a cart before the horse thing. So we need to, we're like, we need to, if you log on with the thought of, I'm going to request somebody, Mm -hmm. before you request it, you might see something you want to stand in and do that anyway. Right. But if you go on only hoping to stand in, well, we have all these people waiting to stand in, but no requests. Yeah. So we're trying to encourage people to make your request. Right. Per request, you tend to get somewhere between three and eight people willing to join you at this point. That's awesome. And it'll it, it it'll increase grow. as we go, right? Oh, yeah. But still, you have eight people to do something with when you had zero, you know, exactly. you pick one. But it, again, it's just the teaching somehow to don't be afraid to post. Yeah. <laughs> make a request. Right. Um, Could so you incentivize people, that? Or, like, have, like, some kind of – you don't want to have, like, a point system for, like, however many in- events people do. Yeah. But we can brainstorm after. Yeah, we'll yeah, brainstorm. let's do that. <laughs> I'm full of ideas. I just don't know what to do with them. Um, but you inspire me. Huh. Uh, <laughs> so cool. Okay. So, yeah. So that about – do you have any, like, really funny dating or app stories that you want to share or – Maybe not. <laughs> Dating app or, or just, yeah, app usage, you know, in general. Oh, I, mm, I think this goes with just being female on at least the dating app. And I think this is why stand in the person who requests has to initiate the conversation with the person is that on dating apps, you can just kind of mass email everybody. There's no, you know, Tinder and Bumble, they kind of cut that down by saying at least you have to match first. But before that, it was just, you log on and 300 emails are waiting for you overnight and it's yeah. just crazy. And, you know, they just shoot it out and see who bites. Um, so stand in was made opposite of that to where you have to initiate the conversation to, and you can't just randomly scroll people's profiles. Either you post and people can see what you posted or you, and you opt to stand in and that way you can see me, but you can't just go, Hey, this person looks cool. Do you want to go with me? Do you want to go yeah. with me? Do you want to go with right. me? Because that <laughs> kind of gets overwhelming. And I think, subconsciously it kind of makes us feel mean for not responding to so many people through dating apps and stuff so yeah it's like no you yeah it's a lot of people no for sure I feel you um I studied in England and I was like oh let's see how should I meet people oh tinder that's a great people (laughs) a great way to meet people and I was also like all the boys on here are gonna be British oh my god (laughs) so I got a tinder it was just I mean, I can't even like, you know, lots yeah. of creepy, gross stuff because I listed that I was American. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so my last job, I would go out to California. And this is, again, trying to use a dating app to meet friends. Oh, and no. when you say something like, I'm in town for the night or just this week. I'm sure you know where I'm going. 
<laughs> no, like for some reason, shot. every man thinks that's the invite. Oh my god! And I'm god. like, no, 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 no. Literally, I just want to be friends. And then you, they're just rightfully have three hours to burn. Yeah, and they're rightfully thinking, this isn't a friend app. This is dating. So I think, yeah, you know, right. I'm like, okay, oh god, sorry, oops, don't do that. If you know, yeah, unless that's what you want. But you know, but no. Well, yeah. and what's your projectile for stand-in for you know, how how does that work? How many users do you have to have here? to justify starting it in other cities? Or would you have to move somewhere? Like, how does that? You don't have to move. So technically, once something's in the App Store or on Google Play, it's available in whatever country you list it. I can't literally just say only Chicago. Yeah. So I put only US. But it's the App Store. You know how many apps are out there. So if yeah. you don't market it, they tend to not know about it. Right, right? totally. So we only market in Chicago. and. It's not even just, you don't have to move anywhere else. You just have to start marketing in that place. Yeah. I don't want to market out until we reach a point where Chicago's sufficiently penetrated. And we've gotten all the feedback. Like, maybe you should let us accept more than one person. And maybe you should extend it to 24 hours so the next day I can say, hey, can I have your number? So we want to, Chicago, you know, this is where I'm from. This is the city that inspired me. It's so great. And so I think this is a great city to get that feedback from totally. and perfect it before we branch out. Because, you know, that other city might not be as nice to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the startup community here is insanely huge mm-hmm. considering, you know, yeah, just startup communities in general. I mean, it's because I probably work with Scott Katoon, so I'm, I'm just like, wow, there's so many startups because I exactly. get to see them all the time. But have you felt like a lot of camaraderie from being a startup in Chicago? Like how how is that how's that been for you? Oh, honestly, it's been great because I didn't know it existed. So if you can imagine, again, this is my first startup and it's my first time in tech. So after launch, I don't even remember what event I was invited to. But then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, there's this whole building pretty much dedicated to tech, you know, 1871. And I met some great people along the way. I'm like, oh, you should try this, try this event and connect with this person and that person. And it's just been like, oh, where is, you know, I wish I knew about this when I was like behind my computer at 2 a.m. by myself, like, you know, talking to my reflection in the mirror because that was my company, right? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's been awesome. That's great. That's really cool. Um, Okay, should we move on to number five? Yes. Okay. So number five was, I kind of <laughs> mentioned it a lot earlier, but Shark Tank. Okay. And shows like that. Um, yeah. There's some podcasts, How I Built This and The Pitch. Have you heard the startup podcast, Startup? I have not heard Okay, well. So I got something else you. too yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we build them up here. Yeah. I listen to so many podcasts. Um, so yeah, that's, so just like the whole kind of startup community in media. Yeah, and I and I say that, and I know Shark Tank because it's been around the longest. Yeah. I don't actually remember grabbing it in '09 when it came out. I think I didn't hear about it till like '10. I'm always late. Yeah, but um, <laughs> one thing I think when it was like again, go for it. Having so many years of seeing people, quote unquote, like me, just go for their dreams as these mm-hmm. average, ordinary people who had a good idea and they were excited enough about it to go for it. And seeing that on a weekly basis yes. and so many people, I'm Kinda like, you drills know, it into your head that you can, you can do, do it too, too. right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's the saying, you can't be what you can't see. And now we're seeing this because when we go to, there, you know, there's a reason for it. But when we go to panels and they, they feature people who've made it, right? Yeah. And it's so awesome. And right. you see this and you know, they've been in your place before. Right. But that's not what we're talking about on the panel. It's where they're at now. Yeah. So to have all of this people where you're at from the start and seeing them grow along the way you know 
that was just very inspiring and very seeing people go after their dreams every day it's like okay well I can be one of those people yeah absolutely um is there like a favorite like brand that's come out of startup or sorry what's it called shark tank shark tank let's see a favorite mine's the squatty potty (laughs) the best thing ever and they have the funniest commercials oh my god have you ever seen those commercials I have and I know the squatty potty when they were on there I don't think there's an episode now thanks to YouTube that I have not seen (laughs) but um you know what I like they don't do them anymore but they used to have an episode dedicated to updates where they are now you know now they kind of throw it in but for like two or three seasons they had the actual follow-up that's cool um i don't think one in particular stands out squatty potty's a fun one oh well kind of there's this guy and i forgot what he invented Mm -hmm. but the sharks didn't want it and they didn't and that's fine you know everyone gravitates to something different right but he went on to sell it for 56 million and right now they're touring the world with his family him and his wife and their kids sold everything and they went touring the world and they're still on the tour i believe oh my god a few maybe a year or so now don't quote me on that but it's been a while so it just shows you that you don't have to make it on that yeah thing but um then there are ones who did like the one mark cuban and i think um mr wonderful went in on they sold out to shutterfly and so you know you and i it's Oh, Groove Book is where they make oh, the yeah. groove. So they, yeah. So, I mean, and they're just totally product. The one who got brought out later that the sharks didn't buy, it was tech-based, right? Yeah. And here's just something, a hole in a book, you know? So it's like you, you have the gambit of ideas and inventions and products, and you can follow them. And I, I really enjoy that. How I Built This is a podcast that I like, too. Oh, what's that? <laughs> it is... Okay, it's this podcast where they kind of pick someone, and you know these people, like, you know, quote, unquote, you know these people. Um, the people for, say, Airbnb was on there. Mm-hmm. and But they do talk, even though we know they're they're made it, right? They're yeah, like yeah, this yeah. $30 billion valued company right, right now. Oh, so just one of those ideas that I wish I had. Right, but at the time, maybe they didn't even wish they had it because they actually, instead of doing this panel where they're talking about their current success, they really do go back when they were in their apartment and they lost their job they couldn't pay their rent and that's how they first rented out their um apartment they no put like way. yeah they put sleeping bags or blow-up bids in their living room there was a convention where oh they were God. living and they said everything was sold out so they kind of put on craigslist or something like hey if you need a place to stay for this con- big convention we have like five air bids yeah and then they did that but like they were pretty much broke for five years like no- nothing was buying people said this is ridiculous no one's going to do this and they stuck with it. And I think even a startup, that's the thing where you have to figure out what point do you move on and what point do you stay? They, they sold cereal boxes during the Obama and someone else's like, I forgot the first election. And that's how they kind of made the 20,000. They were in the hole <laughs> back. What, did they sell? What, what do you mean they sold cereal boxes? They did this thing where there was these limited edition cereal boxes and it was like, don't it was like Obama O's and then there oh was God. Romney um, or, yeah, exactly or McCain so, who was I think it was McCain one. yeah maybe yeah and so it was limited editions it was like 500 or 500 so oh my God, each funny. and they sold them at like $20 a pop or something because it was like this limited edition this face and they made about back what they were in debt at this point oh my gosh and then it was do we go on or do we 
do we say hey we, we broke we broke yeah. even right <laughs> but they ended up in an incubator i mean but you hear the story of where they're at in the beginning and yeah it was and then you see they've made it of course cool. but how I built it is all like that. And there's companies, you know, there's um, Sarah Burlington was on it, the inventor of Spanx, the first woman billionaire. Yeah. And she's solely, she's 100% owner of her company still to this day. Wow. Um, or at least at the time of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's very inspiring because you get that in the beginning. Totally. Yeah. Huh. I, I, I love that. The whole origin story is really fascinating. So. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, you're going to have to watch Planet of the Apps. Oh, I will. <laughs> Let me know what you think. I want to get you on there. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'll work on my audition video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so in closing, uh, why why should I download Stand In? Why, where, what's your vision of, like, with this app? Where, where do you want it to go? What do you want it to do for people? So my vision for the app, it would be my mission would be to connect new friends, eliminate boredom, and have fun in your city. Because really our alternatives is to stay at home bored sometimes and binge watch something. But when you meet someone and it's out in the city, so we are giving back to the community and local businesses because everything I've been to, you know, it's the comedy club, it's a variety show, it's something local. And so, you know, I'm out spending money that I normally wouldn't have spent because right. I would have been at home. So it's all of those things, connecting new friends, eliminating boredom and having fun in the city. Totally. I mean, it's it's such a it's one of those ideas. It's like, oh, somebody had to do that. But <laughs> but you're the one that's doing it. So I'm really proud of you and Thank really excited you. to see where this goes. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, you touched on it earlier. Lollapalooza passed. Yes. So we're doing a contest until July 26th. If you download the app and make a request, you go on your stand-in, you post it on social, and on July 26th, we'll pick a winner, and both you and your stand-in get a four-day pass to Lollapalooza. Not one day, but all four. Wow. Yeah, $720 value. Oh, my God. That's amazing. It's four days now? It is four days. I think for their last year was the first time they made it four days, and they kept it that way. Because... They get more money. I mean, and more artists, more and opportunities more to see great music. <laughs> yeah. But let's be honest. That's that's crazy. That's such a good incentive. I mean, besides all of the stuff we've just talked about, mm-hmm. if you're still not convinced, get your Lollapalooza get your hat. Lollapalooza. <laughs> yeah. um, and where can everybody find out about Stand In or download it? Tell me. Give me the little lay down there. Okay. You can download Stand In on both the App Store and Google Play. If you want to learn about it, follow us on social. We're Get a Stand In on all social. And it's also our website, getastandin.com. <laughs> cool. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me, Kimberly. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it. It was really a pleasure to get to know you. And thanks for being my first startup. We're starting up my startup Woo-hoo! portion of the podcast. So round of applause for you well, there. thank you. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah. Awesome. So again, Stand In is the name of the app. You can find that on any app store um android or iphone yes ma'am um or get a standin.com yes all right thank you so much kimberly thank you lisa this is lisa fm